It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line news radio 610 KONA. Happy Thursday afternoon. 5471610 is our number if you would like to get involved. You can also reach us via email 610KONA.com. The bottom line page, your name where you're listening, what you would like to say. We're on Twitter, bottom line 610, parlor and Facebook at the bottom line 610, and the free mobile app available through the Google Play and the Apple stores. I'm Rob Francis. He's Ed Dawson. Coming up at 430 this afternoon, Tiffany Smiley, candidate for the United States Senate. In 2022, Pasco Native will join us on the program and talk about her decision to jump into the Senate race. So looking forward to that. Um, but first, Ed, let's touch on one of those things. Well, we can call them one of a number of broken promises. And granted, it's not quite to that point of broken yet, but it probably will be. As uh, earlier today in Washington, D.C., Democrats from the House and the Senate uh, laid out their legislation to expand the Supreme Court. Because after 70 years of having a left-leaning Supreme Court, they couldn't handle having a right-leaning Supreme Court for a couple of years until, you know, it were to get back to where somebody would retire and they could appoint a judge. No, 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 We can't have that. We lost the Supreme Court. It's now conservative for the first time in over seven decades. So we have to fix it. We have to jury rig it. We have to pack it. We have to legislate it so we can take it back because we can't keep it the way it is because it's not going to be activist. It's going to be constitutional. So Joe Biden has not decided whether or not he's going to support this. Now, remember, during the campaign, Joe said that he was not in favor of court packing. Uh, A number of times over the course of his career, Joe Biden has said he is not in favor of court packing. In fact, on our Twitter page, you can find some of those videos where Joe Biden has compared court packing to one of the dumbest ideas in American history. But apparently now, Mumbles is okay with court packing. Um, or at least he's not going to say no to it. He's not going to speak against it in the same language he did because, you know, after all, they they may move him out of his seat faster if he he does. Um, Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts, um, Representative Gerald Nadler, Hank Johnson, Mondaire Jones all uh, were involved in this. It would expand the Supreme Court to 13 seats. Nine have been there since 1869. Now, it is not a constitutional mandate. The number of Supreme Court justices is not a constitutional mandate. It, it has been nine. It has been seven. Um, I think at what time was even 11, wasn't it? But nine, yeah. nine has been the magic number since 1869, and there's a reason for that. It's a number that works, except for now. Because Democrats are very upset they don't have the majority on the Supreme Court anymore, so they can't have activist rule. So now they have to pack the Supreme Court to get the way they want. And this is this is this is the, basically to me the biggest difference, or at least 
traditionally has been the biggest difference. Let me put it that way, because you see you see fringes on the right acting like the fringes on the left at times. Um, traditionally, Republicans' standpoint was, okay, you won. You're in office. You get to do this. Justice is up. Okay. We'll go through the process. We'll see what their merits are. Unless you give us a really good reason to vote against them, we'll probably vote for them, and you'll get the justice that you want. Um, I don't even know if Ronald Reagan put three Supreme Court justices on the court. Um, but Donald Trump did. And so combine that with the Merrick Garland situation, and and Democrats are very, very upset, very angry. So angry that they want to change the rules of the playing field, which they normally do. I mean, let's face it. Whenever something goes against Democrats, they immediately want to change the rules to make it suit them. That's how they operate. That's how they've always operated. When they're not winning the game, they try and change the rules to make sure they win the game. See the Supreme Court. Now, if they do this... Okay, well, we'll just take a step back and we'll talk. We'll, we'll touch on what Harry Reid did with the nuclear option. What did it do? It came back to bite them, particularly with court appointments and then with um, with Supreme Court. It came back to bite them. Um, so Harry Reid's nuclear option screwed the Democrats, ultimately. If they do this, it will come back to screw them as well because... If Republicans decide they want they take control and they want to take it back down to nine, well, guess who goes? The four that were most recently appointed, which would be those on the left. So, once again, it could come back to bite them. But they're also talking about term limits for justices. Well, if you're going to put a term limit in place, does that change it to where they get elected? Or does it put it into a position where they're appointed for 10 years and then there's a review and then they're reappointed again or it's 10 years and you're out and somebody else new comes in i mean you know there's a few things that are out there but in order for the court packing proposal to take place you're gonna have to pull the filibuster and guess what it's probably not happening so it's probably not going to go anywhere lots to unpack with that oh uh, yeah the um i guess uh i'll go kind of backwards uh you said that the it's uncertain what the rules will be just that the Democrats want to change them to suit their their needs. Certainly that goes both ways. I think that this whole this isn't a new concept, but like most things over the last, I don't know, a couple of decades, the Supreme Court has been politicized. Sure. And instead of looking at their rulings from a law interpretation standpoint, the decisions that they made were politicized. And, you know, whether it be Roe v. Wade or uh, any number of, of cases, to the point now where politicians have been using the Supreme Court, not as a co-equal branch of government, but as a weapon, and to a, more so a political weapon. Yeah, Democrats are still hot about Merrick Garland and not getting to be on the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, that, of course, was in response to the nuclear option, and, and most of us know the story, but in looking at some of the responses, 
by Democrats, prominent Democrats, even the leader of the state Democratic Party in Washington, Tina Podlodowski, um, you know, talking about, you know, and responding to some of the comments that Mitch McConnell made on this uh, court packing issue. They are still hot about the way it went down. They don't believe that Trump should have had three picks uh, for the U.S. Supreme Court. It, it is pretty astounding the way it lined up. Sure. You can make an argument that, one, the Merrick Garland position may or may not have gone to Trump. But still, even if you take that out of the equation, two picks in four years, yeah, that's unusual. But... They are the Democrats are viewing this as um, payback time. They honestly believe that they that two Supreme Court picks were stolen from them and that Trump blocked so many of Obama's judicial nominees that this is their payback time. This is where you're going to hear elections have consequences that. So, so basically their thinking is that we are entitled to have the court system in our ideology, and any change in that means that we need to stamp our feet up and down and scream and yell because the other side isn't allowed to appoint any judges. We have to keep an activist judiciary. Remember the last time uh, uh, the discussion of court packing came up, it was really, uh, really active and really fervent. It was once again because the Democrat didn't get their way. True. I, I'm not arguing the, those points at all. I'm just pointing out that the that the Democrats, again, how many umpteen times have we said on this program, conservatives and liberals, there's a reason why they're different. They view the world differently. Sure. And the Democrats, and again, this didn't happen overnight. It's been slowly moving to where we are today. But the Democrats of today firmly believe that because they control the two chambers, albeit slim margins, but they control the two chambers of the legislative branch as well as the executive branch, that they should also be able to control the third branch. And that well, they did control it for a long time, even with Republicans in, in the executive yes. branch and the, the legislative branch. Even when Republicans controlled all through, all, you know, the other chambers, they still had control over the judiciary because of all the appointments that were made over the course of years and how things fell. And that's why I said before, Republicans didn't promote court packing. They didn't push court packing when there were liberal majorities on the court for 70 years. They never talked about court packing. They didn't turn around and stand up and say, you're stealing this from us or that from us. If you're nominated a justice and it was your time and somebody went away, okay, you have the opportunity to do it. Go ahead, let's find out who it is. They never once proposed the idea of court packing. And by the way, you notice it's not a number of 11. No, 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 no. It's to make sure that Joe can make it a majority with the most farthest out there progressive socialist-leaning justices they could possibly find to put on that court to really take this country down a dark hole that it will not come back from. That's ultimately the goal. Now, Nancy Pelosi has said she is backing Joe Biden's commission to investigate it, and she will not bring this bill to the floor until that is completed, at the minimum, until that is completed. Yeah, I wonder what that commission might say. 
Who knows what that commission might say? But <laughs> but I tell you right now, unless Joe Manchin and or Kristen Cinema turns around and decides they don't like the filibuster anymore, the filibuster isn't going anywhere, and the bill's not getting out of the Senate either. Can I take a timeout? This is Bottom Line News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. Email the show, too, by going to the website 610-KONA.com, the Bottom Line page. Send us your question or your comment. Now back to the Bottom Line on News Radio 610-KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610 is the number if you would like to get involved. Perfection Tire, four locations here in the Tri-Cities. They've been here since 1959, waiting to help you and your family with your vehicle needs, whatever they may be, be it shocks, struts, belts, hoses, or a new set of tires. Check out their website, perfectiontire.com, to see a huge selection of tires that they have for all makes and models of vehicles here in the Tri-Cities and for all the services they provide. Five... Five four seven one six ten is the number. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Stan calling from Richland. What's on your mind, Stan? Hey, listen, I would like to make a plea. Undoubtedly, the Democrats are most probably going to pack the Supreme Court. Okay, I, I get it. I understand that. My plea would be that, you know what? Conservatives are conservative and liberals are liberals. We each ha- can have disagreements that don't have to be blown out of proportion. Guess what? If the liberals can pack the court this time, the conservatives can pack the court the next time. It doesn't have to be this polarization. We can have an honest disagreement. And so that would be my plea is that, listen, let's go back to the people. Republican Party, get off your high horse and get down and go back to the people. Win the the local elections and win the regional elections. And then guess what? You get to set the agenda. It can be political combat, not real combat. So let's keep it in the politics. Let's keep it above board and, and let's go after it. But make sure that what we're doing is going after it in the way that the founding fathers designed. Thanks for the call, Stan. The interesting thing when you, you, know, when you say that, okay, the, the, the liberals are going to pack the court and the conservatives can pack the court, so then you're going to expand it to 15? I mean, when do you stop? And and that's the thing. It's like, okay, one does it, the other one can do it. But at what point? What point do you get to where you're just so far out of range that it, it becomes more more comical and cartoonish than it becomes productive? And so, you know, we also know once something's done, undoing it is incredibly difficult. So. If they do expand the Supreme Court to 13, you would have to expand it to 15. You would have to expand it because good luck reducing it at that point in time. When they reduced the Supreme Court at one point from 11 to 9, it was in the 1700s or early 1800s. Nobody cared. Nobody knew. It wasn't like it is today where you would have... People lining up and claiming and protesting and rioting and burning and everything else because of reducing four Supreme Court justices. It's unfortunate that we are to the point 
that it's not even it's not even a, a battlefield. It's it's nothing but continual one upsmanship. And that's really where we are. It's one side does one thing, the other one has to one up them. Or one side does something, the other one says, be careful what you wish for, be careful what you do, because we're waiting on the side to take full advantage of it, rubbing our hands together and making sure that we can turn around and use it to our advantage. Um, And quite honestly, that's why we have the discord. That's why we have the garbage, because at the national level, our politicians act more like kids on a schoolyard than they do anywhere, anything else. It's all about finger-pointing and blaming. When was the last time the two sides in Washington, D.C. did something constructive together instead of destructive together? And please don't talk about the COVID stimulus bills because they were contentious. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Steve, calling from Pasco. What's up, Steve? I uh, just... And why it, his thought process, I, I don't think, would work at all. Uh, so the, the, the last time that anybody significantly threatened to pass the Supreme Court was in FDR's administration. And, and FDR was unsuccessful early on in getting the, green, in the New Deal passed. And the Republicans actually controlled the House and Senate. Uh, that was the last time until the 1990s that they that they controlled both but uh he threatened to pack the supreme court so that he could get his uh agenda passed through uh and not overturned as unconstitutional so they they backed off they made deals he he got to he got to do his uh new deal agenda and they the liberals backed off the pack and the court idea but there's been a a steady stream of liberal agendas that are pushed through the progressive movement, you know, through the council on foreign relations, through the globalist movement. I mean, all the way through FDR, through Nixon, through Bush, through Clinton, through Obama, right? There's an agenda out there that does not hold to conservative values with, with the exception of maybe Trump, the exception of maybe Reagan and possibly Kennedy. And, and so there's never a swing back and the um, sorry, I just totally lost my thought. The uh, <laughs> uh, the the court is they're claiming right now that it's unfair that the conservatives have a, a, a majority, which, which is totally questionable because I don't think most of those people that are supposed to be conservatives are, and they that's why they want to swing the court heavy liberal again. I know what you say is that you know between. FDR and Truman, they did pass the Supreme Court with their own liberal judges, uh, six to two, over the 20 years that they held control of the White House. And it was that court that pulled prayer out of school, that uh, that made the judgment on Roe v. Wade, that, that did a bunch of things that were completely unprecedented and unconstitutional in the history of the United States. And, and they didn't even cite any precedent when they did it. So... Anyways, I, I, I know it's not optimistic, and it's it's not raw raw America, but but I, I really think that we've lost the the court is going to go the way it's going to go. The the liberals have taken control. They're 
Hey, Steve, we got her up against the break. We got to take a timeout, but thanks for the call. We appreciate it. And thanks for the points. We're back with more of the Bottom Line News Radio 610 K1A after this. Hook up with the Bottom Line on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Now, back to the show, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom Line News Radio 610 K1A, 547 1610. If you'd like to get involved, Ben Franklin Health District wants you to know today's the day. Today's the day that all adults over the age of 16 are eligible. For the COVID-19 vaccine in the Washington State. So check out prepmod.doh.wad.gov to set up an appointment. Check with your local pharmacies for supply. Set an appointment there. All adults over the age of 16 are now eligible. Doesn't matter comorbidities or not. You are all eligible over the age of 16 in the state of Washington to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Ben Franklin Health District wants you to know. Don't wait vaccinate today. Rob Francis said, Dawson, hang with you. Ed, earlier today, the governor had a press conference. Yes. Nothing new, right? Yeah, he has press conferences a lot. Yeah. But but a little bit of what he talked about in today's press conference was, was well, it raised an eyebrow for me. No, it had nothing to do with phase four, because he doesn't know what that is yet. Even though he did tell us some time ago that phase four was going to come a lot faster than phase three, but apparently, um, apparently that's still, you know, who knows what 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 metric were being what data and science were being used on speed uh, when it comes to that? But the governor said today the big push was to take it outside. Take it outside. The news conference was even held outside. Yeah, it was the news conference was held outside out front in the the mansion, and mm-hmm. uh, actually it was yeah. the it was the first news conference in over a face-to-face news conference in over a year between the governor and the olympia-based media well yeah because they were outside yeah so they could be all the way they're still masked up yeah they could be all the way at the end of the driveway you know still you know socially distanced enough so we can't hear their questions but um not sure if any of them tried to tear the fence down but yeah i don't i don't know if that happened either but Mm -hmm. apparently i wonder how long it took him to get through the security fencing that's still there but anyway that's beside the point the governor wanted to take it outside and so he said all activities that can be done indoors should be taken outside. Yes. My first question to that is how many people are going to get arrested now? I don't know. Doing illegal activities outside? Well, that activities be- activities that are better suited for in your house that maybe you could get arrested for out of your house. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Any activity you can do inside, he said, take it outside. So do you have special governor dispensation? Yes. Guess so. It's it, it is still an emergency after all. I guess it is. It's a state of emergency. Take it outside. So you know, I I'm just thinking what what does that what position does that put a, a, a tremendous law enforcement officer in? He stumbles upon a outdoor activity that should have stayed indoors. I found the the direction of the of the news conference interesting, um, as I tend to do with one of his news conferences. He mentioned that that we we could be a, uh, on the precipice of a fourth wave of COVID cases. The, the cases statewide are starting to go up, and there is a chance you know they could we could be facing a fourth wave. In the past, he has responded by tightening things up. Mm-hmm. 
And I think there were some in the media who thought maybe this was going to be another one of those situations uh, because he did come out in the beginning and talk about the cases going up statewide, hospitalizations going up statewide, all mm-hmm. troops, three counties uh, had to move back or have to move back. Did he change any more metrics today? No. Oh, okay, good. No, and, and that's my point. He didn't it, dice roll it? And, no. Okay. No, it, it, this is the, this marks from this this marks the first time that he has not responded to a rise in cases by tightening things or changing things to to get more strict. Um, now you can argue how loose taking it outside is, but my point is, and second yeah, summer of love. Well, my point is, Rob, that. I'm 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 trying to be hopeful here. I'm trying to be positive here that for the first time during the pandemic, in the face of rising cases, he did not tighten his grip today. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Pete from West Richland. Hi, What's up, Pete? Pete. Hey, I just turned 70 years old, and uh, I, I did the website thing with Washington State, and I'm eligible for the shot. Where can I get the shot? Can I go to my PA and get the shot? Can I go to Rite Aid? Where do I go to, to get the shot if I want it? You can go to Rite Aid, Walgreens, Walmart. You can go to the mass vaccination site. You can go to your doctor's office. You can go to Safeway's pharmacy. You can go to any pharmacy that you want. You go to Costco's pharmacy and get the shot. Yeah, um, there's there's no law. Beginning today, there is no longer. I I am now eligible. You know, right. with with any kind of huh, metrics or right. or yeah. restrictions or anything like that. If you are above the, if you are 16 years old or older, yeah, you can now get the shot. And or s- let me let me back that up. You are eligible to get the shot. Supplies right. have been ramped back because of the Johnson and Johnson recall, or not recall, but uh, pause. Now, Pete, let me recommend this. If you have a Walgreens or or a pharmacy near you, many of them don't necessarily have a line. So you could walk in and say, hey, do you have an appointment right now? Could I get the COVID shot while I'm here? Mm -hmm. You may be able to get it while you're there. So really, it doesn't hurt to even walk in. I mean, there, believe me, because a lot of times, especially with the smaller locations like the pharmacies, the shots only last a certain amount of time. That's right. And if they've already opened a vial and they have so many shots left, you walk up and say, hey, you know, can you can I get a shot right now? You may be able to get one right now. Well, and frankly, the mass vaccination site in Kennewick last night ran into a somewhat similar position where they had administered all the shots in their appointments and they still had some shots available that they wanted to use rather than throw away. So they sent out a pretty late in the afternoon appeal for anybody to just come down. Now, that is not necessarily something that happens every day. It does. But my point is that these vaccines have a shelf life. And even though we have had our allocation cut back, um, you know, yeah. you can you can still go through the process mm-hmm. or give it a shot. Go go to one of the pharmacies mm-hmm. and see if you can get it right now. We got an email, and I do hope I pronounce your name right. Uh, I believe it is Kayleen Murphy, Richland, 
Kayleen said, I heard today on another show, Nancy Pelosi said the packing of the court or the packing the court bill would be dead on arrival in the House, whether her Democrat colleagues want it. Does she have the power to kill a bill without a House vote? Yes, she does. Absolutely. She because does. she she is the only one in the House that has the power to bring a bill to the floor for a vote. Mm-hmm. So if she does not want a bill to come to the floor, she controls that. It can get out of committee, it can do whatever, but she is the one who determines a bill getting to the floor for a vote. So if she chooses that she does not want it to get to the floor and she says it's DOA, it's DOA. In the broader sense, her position, she is in charge or her office is in charge of setting the schedule and the agenda for bills. And, you know, yes, you can you can certainly use that power to kill a bill before it even gets to you. Yep. And so and she's not the first. I mean, they, oh, no. plenty of speakers of the House have done this, but it's because the Speaker of the House has the ability to set the lineup of bills for that branch. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't see an overwhelming amount of legislation because of the contentiousness. You don't mm-hmm. see tons. Um, so a lot of times you'll have bills that will get introduced and killed. Uh, times you will get bills that are common sense bills that both sides can agree upon. Those are the ones that you never hear about, by the way, um, because they don't want it to look like they're actually working together. doesn't help with the division stoking and all that stuff. Um, but, yes, Nancy Pelosi can kill any bill she wants to because she's the only one that can bring it to the floor. Yes. Um, same thing in Washington State. Lori Jenkins can kill any bill she wants to. Mm-hmm. She does not have to bring it to the floor for a vote. Um, now, of course, there is you know maneuvers that you can do, as we will see tomorrow, uh, with the Eighth Order maneuver that uh, Representative J.T. Wilcox is going to try. But outside of something like that, it is the, the Speaker of the House that brings bills to a vote on the floor. Five four seven one six ten. If you would like to get involved, we're going to take a quick time out. Come back, finish up hour number one of the bottom line. News Radio six ten K and A. Stick around next hour four thirty ish. Joining us on the program will be Pasco native Tiffany Smiley, who announced her intention to run for the United States Senate against Patty Murray next year. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line is Radio 610 KONA 547-1610. The numbers you want to get involved. CBD American Shaman across from the Grand Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. 100% all-natural CBD products. Backed with a 100% 30-day money-back guarantee. Swing in. Take a look at the huge selection of products they have. And find out for yourself why CBD American Shaman is one of the best CBD brands on the market right now. 100% all-natural CBD products, 100% money-back guarantee for 30 days from the day of purchase. CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Pete. Can you take me offline so nobody can hear us? Sure, Pete. Absolutely. We'll put you on hold for a second. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's... <laughs> okay. Hey, you know, we try to be accommodating here on this program. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Uh, you can also uh, email the program by going to the website, 610kona.com, the bottom line page. Send us your question 
uh, or your comment. Again, uh, one of the uh, bigger stories uh, from the day uh, is that the COVID vaccine is now uh, being made available to all Washingtonians, 16 years old and older. And uh, no matter uh, what physical condition you're in, no matter what age category you're in, uh, you are eligible to do that. And uh, in response to the rising number of COVID cases in the state, Governor Jay Inslee is asking everyone to uh, not gather indoors if you can have your meeting or activity outside. Uh, the weather is improving. That's There's no doubt about that. And um, he says that between the masking, the vaccine, and spending more time outside, that he believes that those three things will help us uh, fight off a potential fourth wave of cases. Um, I, I, I think it is noteworthy that instead of responding to a rise in cases statewide and hospitalizations statewide, because that's that's true, that's going on, maybe just slightly around in our neck of the woods, but yeah, statewide they are going up, both both categories. It is noteworthy that he did not clamp down like he has in previous cases. I'm not going to say, wow, Inslee's the greatest thing ever. I'm not going to go that far, but... We we not. we bash him so often that I want to make note of things that are at least potentially positive when and if they do arise. And I think that this again, I don't know if it's a good move or a bad move, but it's noteworthy. I think I think he could have messaged it a little bit better. Well, I think I he think doesn't he, message well. Period. Well, I know. I think he said he should have said, "Take it outside. Let your freak flag fly." Yeah, that, that would have that would have that, that would have been it. That would have been very fitting, I think, it's just for the capture the spirit of it. You know, well, and isn't usually that uh, that phrase uh, usually uh, come as an escalating fight inside of a bar is going on? Well, the let bartender your freak, fl- let your freak flag fly. Yeah, just no, it's no, 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 no. Oh, take it, take outside. it outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say let your freak flag fly is a little bit different. No, I uh, understand what that means. Yeah, but. yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, take it outside. Absolutely. I think though that uh, considering that you know, 2020, we had a summer of love in uh, in in the state of Washington. We all remember that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we could have a summer of love in 2021. Compliments to the governor. Yeah, we could. We could. So. so was that just a signal to to everyone that that, you know, it's instead of uh, rioting inside your home, you're free to riot outside your home now? Well, you know, if you're meeting up with friends and acquaintances, you know, make sure you do those activities outside. We're, I guess at night wearing all black. No, yeah, yeah. That, well, I mean, I don't know. Now, I will say, I will at least give give the Antifas this much credit. They haven't burned their own houses down yet; just other people. So, uh, they have been taking it outside quite a bit. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? HVAC, gentlemen. How you been? Good man. How are you? Ah, uh, busy. Getting busy. Ah, uh, I just had a thought. Like I saw this on the internet. And I thought it was rather clever. I haven't been able to listen to anybody for a while, but. uh I just thought that, they, you know, the, the Johnson Johnson thing, it's interesting that it finally decided to kick it, you know, or stop it after, you know, what they say, six is what caused the stop. It's just highly unbelievable. 
But uh, my only thought is, is on the vaccination thing. I mean, teach their own. But like, uh, just a quick question to anybody. If uh, I like to use this analogy, like if there was a shot for contraceptive, right? Like if we don't, nobody knows what that means. It means you don't get pregnant after said thing, like a condom and things like that. But let's say there's a shot to get contraceptive or contraceptive in there. Like after you get this shot, though, guys, you can still get her pregnant and you still got to wear a condom. My honest question is, would you go get that shot? I- I'm not. But anyways, guys, have a great day. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Five four seven one six ten. If you would like to get involved in the program, um, yeah, I mean the vaccination issue is is very, you know, uh, it is. It's very divided. I don't. I don't even want to say divided. There's a lot of different thoughts on whether you know, and, and a lot of people give a lot of different reasons for or against, uh, you know, taking the vaccine, but. Yeah, I, I think that I think a lot of people are, I don't want to say skeptical, they're uh, irritated, maybe, that when when we started moving towards getting this vaccine, it was touted as this great thing. And after the lockdowns for so long and the masking and social distancing and small businesses going under and kids, you know, remote learning and all this stuff, the vaccine was propped up probably too much. Um, it should have been viewed as not the savior of of mankind, but a, another tool in the toolbox, which is really what it is. Masking, social distancing, vaccine is the regular regimen for just about every virus. See the flu. Now, the only difference is that during flu season, we're not mandated to wear masks. Some people choose to during flu season. People choose to get the flu vaccine or not. And people are, it's not as divisive because the governments are not coming down on society during flu season. Is that going to change? Probably not. But the next time there is an unknown virus, I think we can probably expect much of the same as we, you know, have experienced over the last year plus, um, and yeah, I think a lot of people are 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 feeling let down that that this vaccine is not the end all beat all. That once the once the the vaccine gets into um, you know seventy seventy five percent of the population, uh, then scientifically that's around the time where. You know, that, that's the goal of health professionals is to get about three quarters of the population vaccinated to really, it's not herd immunity, but it is, it's a, a great goal to have to knock down the spread of any virus. We're not close to that at all. And even when we are, we're still going to be asked to mask up. And at some point, we're going to get close to that 70% and people will have enough 
and just stop wearing masks, I think. 5471610, hour number two, straight ahead.